and hope is hard to find. A new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Order now at foxnewsbooks.com. Syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Uh, rejoining me now is Sean Spicer, former press secretary for one Donald J. Trump, and also uh, the host of Spicer and Company on Newsmax weeknights. I hope you'll always watch. Sean, good to talk to you. We haven't talked since the election. Um, one of the things I'm getting pelted with from every corner of the globe is what happened to the new voter, uh, the election integrity laws? Why didn't they fix all the stuff in Arizona and Nevada? What's your best answer to that question? Laxalt hasn't said anything yet, but I have not heard Carrie Lake or um, or Blake Masters in, in sound the alarm and say that there were, you know here are the concerns. Are they counting their ballots in a ridiculously you know amount of time? Yes, uh, but I, the people on the ground there. They don't. They're, they're they're complaining about how long it's taken to get the ballots in, but no one has actually complained that the system is has got problems in it. So if you're listening right now, I, and maybe I'm wrong, but I I have stayed in touch with a lot of folks in Arizona, a lot of folks in Nevada. Um, that's not their complaint. They're saying this is ridiculous how long it's taking to get the count, the votes yeah. in. I don't live there, but that's what I'm hearing. Well, and I know that Rick Grinnell was on the ground in Nevada, um, and he certainly he would know the problems from the end of the last election cycle because the, the president <laughs> sicked him on them right away. He was like, "You're you're you're going to Nevada," um, and I have not heard again. I haven't heard him say the same thing that you said. So then, Mister Spicer, if that is in fact the case, then what? in crying out loud is going on how did how did a voter cycle go through with every issue in their favor and republicans particularly in senate races just kind of cough up a hairball so here's the thing i I just want to like and some of what i say is probably not going to be that popular but like at some point you got to be honest about what's going on yeah so number one there's a lot of blame to go around in terms of who spent money and who didn't did we have the right leadership did they make the right investments or not, and when? I think that's a fair discussion. I will say this. Having looked at a few of these races, folks, I- I'm sorry. Candidates matter. Candidate money matters. If candidates can't raise money and can't do their job, that's a problem. Blake Masters did not run a good campaign. Don Bolduck in New Hampshire did not run a good campaign. Mehmet Oz in, New- in Pennsylvania did not run a good campaign. Were they too reliant on the former president, believing that if they just had his imprimata that it was going to be enough? Yeah, I mean, look, Donald Trump is will endorse you and he'll support you and do a rally. But it's like anything else in life. You have to do the work yourself. At some point, the candidates matter. And and I'm, I mean, like I said, I'm not I, I'm not trying to I like a lot of these folks. I know a lot of them. Uh, I'm not trying to, to, you know, talk ill of these folks. But at some point, we have to have an honest discussion because everybody wants to blame everybody but the people who actually didn't run good campaigns. I mean, the bottom line is Chris Sununu won by 15 points in New Hampshire yep. and Don Bolduck lost by over 10. But you think about it. I mean, Carrie Lake, I think, ran a good campaign in Arizona. Um, and, you know, it's still going down to the wire there. Part of this is to for for folks to be willing to say, like, let's have a real discussion about what happened, um, who, who, who did a good job, who didn't do a good job. You know, everybody wanted to focus on. The economy, rightly so. I mean, this administration has done a horrible job. The Democrats, to their credit, did a very good job of scaring voters about democracy and abortion. Republicans turned out six million more people nationwide. Like, we didn't do a bad job on messaging. 
what the Democrats realized towards the end of the election, and we had this huge enthusiasm gap for a while, Republicans were doing really well. And then what happened is the Democrats realized, okay, we just need to scare our voters because their voters were complacent. They were upset. They didn't like the job that Biden was doing. I get it. Hey, no one was happy. So they went out there and basically just scared them. It was that they did a better job of getting their folks out there as well. Yeah. And um, and so, again, part of this is uh, is for us to understand it. And I think for a lot of folks, they said, OK, well, there's no there's no way that these guys can you know, do well. Like th- it's not going to be a problem. And it was a problem. Let me ask you a little X's and O's here. Uh, if McCarthy gets a majority in the House and I, I think out of what, 20 seats left, he's he, they've got leads in nine of the races or something like that. So I think there's and they only need six. But let's assume that he has a one or two vote majority. Um, the, I think the MAGA caucus is going to be about 80. I think the uh, more moderate caucus is going to be about 40. And I don't know where all the others uh, come down. But what what is the biggest challenge for him in a bad economy, a bad economic cycle, and not having power to do much except to stop uh, the Senate and the president? How does how does he govern for the, these next two years? I, I, the question you're asking is, I think, the same question that everybody's asking. Uh, and frankly, I think the bigger question right now that Kevin McCarthy is asking is, can I get two, you know, 218 votes? So, look, people have got – tomorrow is Tuesday. There's going to be a, a leadership election. He needs half of the conference, the Republican conference. Support him. He'll get it. Um, it's, you know, he, he is – he's going to get that, that half. Um, uh, he will keep them together. The problem that he has to solve – and we've got Bob Good on the show today – uh, from Virginia, who is part of the Freedom Caucus, that's not supporting McCarthy. Um, McCarthy's going to got to figure out how do I keep all those guys in line in January because that to be Speaker, you you got to vote of the full House, the whole House. It's not just the conference. You only need fifty percent plus one in the conference. So he'll get the nomination today, no question about it. Tomorrow, but I have, I think he's going to be sweating bullets until January fifth. It's going to be interesting. I mean, and then, and then, I mean, and then, and then, I think then the question that you're asking comes into alignment. Like, okay, now how do you govern? And I think you govern. I think that the, you know, that has to, basically, I think this is like you know, you bring in the coach and you go, all right, guys, here's the deal: we're either a team or we're not. Yeah. We're not going to get everything we want every day because any one member can then be the the sort of you know, the turn the maybe become the all powerful guy. Yeah. Look and at you that. and you got to say, hey guys, either we sink or swim together. But you know, this is how this is going to go. Yeah. And so either you're with the team or you're not. But that's the only way it works. Last question, and because, thanks for your time. The uh, the rate runoff in Georgia, there were yep. about 100,000 third-party votes. Um, they obviously didn't choose to vote for their incumbent. Does Herschel win a squeaker in the runoff? Yeah, but I don't think because of that. I think if you're a libertarian and went out and voted libertarian, um, you're you're not like they, – they, they knew what they were doing. They never thought their guy was going to win in the first place. It's not like they're like, okay, gosh, now it matters. Um, so they weren't ever with Herschel. Um, they knew that he their guy, their libertarian. But I do think that he wins for different reasons. I think that people of Georgia realize how close the Senate is, what's at stake, and, and are basically going to go out there and, and – I mean, I, I, the people. I think when you when it didn't, there wasn't any context when they voted. They didn't know what was at the line. And yes, I know the majority itself isn't on the line, but it kind of is. I mean, you, it takes Mansion or once you know we're, we're, we'd be one vote hey, away. Mansion and Cinema helped us with with a right, 50, 50 split exactly. That, right. That, that's so does Kemp so, does Kemp go out and uh, yes. and, and and help him every day get get out on the trail? He, he I think Kemp Kemp wants to be seen as the kingmaker. They brought it over the top in Georgia. So I, I, I believe that Kemp will. I know that his machine, his get out the vote, his turnout operation is going to be with Herschel. Yeah. Um, and, and, and Kemp's very popular. Also, I think, like I said, I, I don't, I, you, we cannot underestimate the fact that, like, people in Georgia now go, okay, this, this is all on the line now. We're not voting for Raphael Warnock or Herschel Walker. We are voting for the Biden agenda. And for the Biden nominees, every one of these nominees is is what we're voting for. I, I hope that you're right. Sean Spicer, the biggest uh, benefit for me from election night this year was I don't ever have to hear the names Beto O'Rourke or Stacey Abrams ever again. Uh, hey, have a great uh, show. At least for two more years. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, look, and I, I, I think it was we, we at Newsmax had a huge turnout. Uh, it was a turnout. Uh, we did. It was, uh, it was amazing to see how many people tuned in. Um, and I uh, got to see, uh, you know, our coverage. So I'm hoping that they keep doing that. Yeah. Deshaun Spicer, Spicer and Company, every weeknight, uh, Newsmax. Always appreciate you, brother. Thanks for being here. 
You make it. Take care. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Hi, Kevin McCullough. My pillow is having their biggest bed sheet sale ever. The My Pillow Percale sheets are available in a variety of colors and all sizes now on sale. For example, the queen size regular only eighty nine ninety eight. Now only thirty nine ninety eight with your promo code WMCA. Order now as there is a very limited supply. The My Pillow Precale sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They have deep pockets to fit over any mattress. The MyPillow Percale sheets come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. So go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Square and use promo code WMCA to receive the MyPillow Percale sheets for as low as $29.98. Order now because when they're gone, they're gone. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798 and use the promo code WMCA. That's 800-651-0798, 800-651-0798, and promo code WMCA. Kevin Cottrell, we're talking with Dan Botafuco of Botafuco & Associates. And I know you personally, as a Christian, a person of faith, Botafuco & Associates won't settle for what's good for you and the firm. You're focused on serving the client. We always settle cases which are based on what's best for the client. There are many lawyers out there who will settle a large personal injury case because they need to make payroll. We will not do that. We will only settle a case if it's right for the client. And we're very sensitive to the needs of the client. And we understand that this is a one and only opportunity for them to make good on the injuries that they've sustained and to move forward with their lives. And so it's very important that they get the maximum amount that they are entitled to from this personal injury litigation, whether it be malpractice or product liability or just a routine car accident. Call the offices of Butterfuco and Associates at 800-669-4878 and have them evaluate your case. That's 800-669-4878, 800-NOW-HURT, 800 800- now hurt. Download the AM570 The Mission mobile app on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on WMCA.com, TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. The following is a paid political announcement. Hi, this is Frank Pallotta, Republican candidate for United States Congress here in New Jersey's 5th District. I'm not just running to return my district to Republican hands. I'm running to represent all of the people in my district, including seniors, veterans, small businesses, and everyone who longs for real bipartisan leadership. I've just launched a weekly radio talk show on AM570, The Mission, called Frankly Speaking. Our show will air Thursdays at 9 p.m., so please tune in. We'll be discussing the issues that are relevant and critically important to all of us here in the 5th District and across this great state of New Jersey. If you'd like to know more, please visit my website at frankfornj.com. That's frank4nj.com, where you can follow our campaign, catch up on the issues, and if you like what you see, please feel free to donate. If you have any questions, contact our office at 201-783-8801. Thank you. This is Frank Pallotta, and I approve this message. Listen to Pray for the Nations every Sunday at 1.30 p.m. with Pastor David Hernquist of Van Nest Assembly of God in the Bronx. Jesus taught us to pray, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We believe that God's word for 2022 is to simply preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus to every people group in the earth. As we pray for the nations to hear about Jesus, we believe for a global awakening to our Savior. We invite you to listen to Pray for the Nations every Sunday at 1.30 p.m. Van Nest Assembly of God is located at 755 Rhinelander Avenue in the Bronx, between Holland and Wallace Avenues. VanNestAssembly.com provides more information about the continuing education classes with Berean School of the Bible through Global University. These courses are designed to help fulfill your calling as a church leader, layperson, or for your personal enrichment. Tune in to Pray for the Nations every Sunday at 1.30 p.m. VanNestAssembly.com If you are 65 or older, you know this. Watching your hard-earned dollars fly out the window on health care costs is frustrating. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare 65+. Plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills. 
And it really is a community too. People encourage and pray for each other. Well, MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. It's a great way to fight inflation too. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. And it's easy. You can use any Medicare-approved doctor or get 24-7 telehealth access from the comfort of your home. Very worth looking into during Medicare open enrollment, which ends December 7th. If you join right now, your second month share will be free. So don't miss this chance. Call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. She knows what the left is thinking before they do. Dr. Gina Loudon, exclusively on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, we're still kind of trying to unpack what happened. You just heard from Sean Spicer, who's on... What time is he on at night, Nick? Is it 6? 6. 6 o'clock on Newsmax. So here's what you do. At 6 o'clock, you can watch Spicer. And then at 7 o'clock, you can turn over and watch Dr. Gina over on RAV. Um, and then you can get my podcast at 8 o'clock and <laughs> listen to that and, and have all of us together. But anyway, you, you heard from the former press secretary's viewpoint of kind of what he thought in terms of X's and O's happened um, and it's always interesting to talk to Sean because he he really does understand it both from the uh, former president's perspective, uh, but also from the uh, former party's perspective. Uh, and to kind of uh, see, you know, what happened there was very interesting. Dr. Gina Loudon has been very, very busy in the last few days, uh, publishing some very needed thought uh, commentary out into that space as well. Uh, and she's not only had uh, her her monologue from one of her shows like uh, turned <laughs> turned into a piece of uh, written uh, commentary, but uh, she's she's been making the case at every opportunity, and she rejoins us, uh, Dr. Gina. You and I got into after last week's show before uh, and this was before I did your show, but after after our show, after my show, you and I and Jason, your Jason got into a, a, a bit of a discussion about what's going on with the Trump DeSantis thing. And I've been, you know, um, I've, I've been trying to, to judge that argument based on the actual road signs of what happens and so forth, uh, not not necessarily giving voice to uh, rumors behind the scenes and so forth. But after I spoke with you and Jason, it came to my attention from three other sources that Mitch McConnell has been attempting to um, woo a a popular governor, uh, and it doesn't have to be Ron DeSantis. He, he might just as well uh, be good with Glenn Youngkin, but there has been an overture from the establishment leadership of the Republican Party. I'm not including Kevin McCarthy in that. I do not believe he has any, any connection to it whatsoever, and Ed Atzinger, the president of Salem, um, wrote a very powerful uh, kind of history of McCarthy. He's known him and mentored him since he was a young, young congressman in California. But I do believe that Mitch McConnell has done this, and I think that he purposefully didn't supply support for Senate candidates in particular uh, on election night this this year, uh, as he could have. And it, it appears very much, Dr. Gina, that there are people trying to construct a schoolyard brawl in the primary when we need every weapon we have to be aimed at the at the enemy, the opponent, uh, with nuclear force to go and take this election in 2024. Um, what are your thoughts about where we stand? And uh, obviously, the president's going to make his announcement tomorrow night. But I don't I don't see one state in the first 15 that that there would be a Republican primary in that that Trump would come in with less than 60 to 70 percent of the vote. Your your thoughts? I think when. You listen to those who are saying, oh, we need a candidate we can unite behind. Yes, we do. And that candidate is the one and only Donald Trump. So people that are up against Trump right now fit into two categories. They're either uniparty establishment, like I said, who are fishing for their own power and trying to hang on to whatever little bit of power they have left that Trump didn't take from them when he woke up, we the people, the other group of people who are uh, maybe jumping on this bandwagon are those who maybe are innocently enough politically naive and don't understand how politics actually works works and this is a situation kevin that we need to alert them to they are trying right. to divide us 
yes, we need to unite, and yes, it needs to be behind the only viable candidate who has proven himself um, over and over again. 236 promises made, promises kept. I can't even name them. Name them. No president has ever pulled this high. No president has ever won the kind of elections that this president has won with his endorsements. There was a red wave. Yes, they're stealing some from us, but that's all the more reason why we need the one candidate who can bring it all back around, and that is Donald Trump. The entire philosophy of America First, and think about what has happened since the president came out of office. He started the AFPI, which is one of the most articulate uh, institutes out there to be able to make the case policy issue by policy issue about how America should be treated in every single policy issue. And if you look at what the Biden administration's done, they've done the opposite of everything that AFPI would have encouraged them to do. So you know that they're on the right track. But in addition to that, Dr. Gina, you, you talked about the two different camps. Um, if the Republicans are foolish enough to re-elect Mitch McConnell as leader, they are they they will do something that not even the Democrats will do in in the House. If 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 the Republicans hold on and they're ahead in about nine races of the nineteen that are left, and they only need six, if they hold on, uh, the Democrats are going to fire Pelosi. She's going to get to keep her House seat, but I don't see her coming back as their leader. And why should Mitch McConnell lose the Senate in back-to-back cycles? Uh, and claim claim he raised you know the most money that's ever been raised. Uh, and and then and then be given his job back like you you didn't come to the aid of the people that won the nomination and I'm sorry that your establishment cronies weren't the guy that the that the that the people wanted but isn't that what primaries are about so so you didn't like the fact that New Hampshire picked Bulldog but you had an obligation to go work for him and help him and and do and do all that you could the only person that worked for that guy was Donald Trump. Yeah, and, and that's the case in a lot of cases. And, and, and let's remember that Donald Trump wins at a rate of over 93 percent. Some of those races are still forthcoming because they're stealing from them as we stealing them from us as we stand here. But let's also remember that those who are out recruiting people like Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis fine governor for Florida. I can I can uh, tell you all day his accomplishments. I can also name some things that he could have done that he hasn't done that are upsetting to me as a Floridian. Um, but I will be at this announcement tomorrow night with bells on of the one and only person that can win president. Ron DeSantis needs to stay governor. Donald Trump is the only candidate who can serve us again as president yeah. and who will who has the gravitas, the experience, um, and just frankly the spinal cord to fight for us. He's proven. No one else is proven. So there are so many things and, and you need to remember this too. Those who are out there recruiting other candidates to run, um there, this is the, these are the Paul Ryan of the world. And so, President Trump so is, is, in essence, an incumbent. And when an incumbent has, has, has exceeded expectations, you don't challenge him. When an incumbent has, get, has gone to Washington for four years and he's come back and he said, hey, I kept 200 promises, you reelect that guy and you don't run somebody against him. Both parties have tried it at times. It always ended badly for whoever did. But you don't you don't you don't challenge an incumbent. It's not truly an open seat. He was robbed in 2020. This is the chance to right the wrong. And this is the only chance that you have. By the way, America first candidates, the bullpen's very, very uh, healthy. We've got a lot of guys on that bench. Ron DeSantis among them that could inherit that mantle someday. I, I don't have any problem seeing a President DeSantis somewhere down the road. But right now, this is I've said this in writing. I've said this on the radio multiple times. This is his decision. No one gets to take it from him. And if he runs, he deserves to run as an incumbent. And I would I would dispute anybody that thinks it should be otherwise. And I agree with you. But anyone who challenges him right now should not be a contender in the hearts and minds of the American people, because we need unity right now more than ever. And our unity is in Donald Trump. Our weapons need to be all on the on the Marxist progressives trying to steal our country, not not each other. Uh, Dr. Gina, I appreciate you so much. Uh, I'll see you tonight on your show. Thank you for being with us. I will have you and Devin Nunez tonight. So I know everybody want to tune in and hear what both (laughs) of you have to say. And we'll be teasing everything that we're going to be doing tomorrow night to cover the big announcement, which we'll be uh, on board for here at Marlago. Yep. Yeah. All right. Dr. Gina, I always appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin McCullough coming right back live from New York. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Al Averroa, founder of Knight Strategic Wealth. 
Inflation is a problem, markets are volatile, and the risk of running out of money in retirement is real. That's why I love annuities, and you should too. Your financial advisor doesn't want you to know that with our annuity strategy, when the stock market goes up, you earn a market-linked return that locks in every year, and when the stock market goes down, your annuity won't lose a dime. There are no unnecessary fees, and it works for your investments, money at a brokerage firm, or even money at a bank. It's simple, it's safe, and you should only invest if you learn the facts. And that's why savvy investors work with us. Want to learn more? Text FREE to 833-898-0500, and we'll send our retirement readiness kit directly to your phone right now. If you want to use safe, low-fee annuities to build a retirement portfolio that will go up with the market and never lose money, get our retirement readiness kit today and see how this strategy can help secure your future. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. My brother-in-law died suddenly. And now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 940 6161. That's 1 800 940 6161. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1 800 940 6161. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Do you want to send your child to a Christian school but are overwhelmed by the cost? Then WMCA's discount tuition program may be right for you. The discount tuition program is a way for parents to send their children to a quality Christian school at half the cost of the annual tuition. We've partnered up with some of the leading schools in the New York, New Jersey metro area to help parents to reduce the costs and still have their children receive a quality, faith-based education. Here are just a few of the participating schools. Hawthorne Christian Academy, International Christian School, Carney Christian Academy. You can see the full list of participating schools at WMCA.com. WMCA is also offering each school the opportunity to promote their school with a full radio advertising campaign. For more information on how you can send your children to a Christian school at half the cost of the annual tuition or how you can get your school enrolled in the program, go to WMCA.com or call Rachel at 212-857-9630. That's 212-857-9630. The bigger your 401k, the better your retirement, right? Wrong. The fact is, with proposed new taxes, another market crash, inflation, and rising health care costs, you could be forced to downsize your retirement. Discover the secret savvy investors are turning to for retirement security. A new 401k law that unlocks an ingenious retirement protection plan that could protect your savings from inflation and a stock market downturn while boosting your retirement income as much as 40%. It's all laid out in simple language in a new book from Josh Melberg. His insightful guide is your roadmap to retiring with confidence and it's yours free with one call don't risk a lifetime of work building your retirement this little known retirement protection plan could safeguard your wealth and boost your retirement up to 40 percent for your free copy of guarantee your retirement by josh melberg call now call 800-337-8051 that's 800-337-8051 800-337-8051 you're listening to kevin mccullough radio Coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad you're with us. We continue our postmortem on Decision 22. And uh, as any new races are announced, we will we will let you know. We still don't have a majority in either house, technically. Uh, so we're, uh, uh, well, I guess, no. No, not a confirmed majority. That's true. So we're, we're, uh, we're waiting the outcomes here. Uh, but Liz Peek rejoins us. She's a uh, contributor to Fox News. And you see her, you've, you've heard her. Uh, writing uh, in in various places, we appreciate uh, her longtime contribution to the discussion. Um, Liz, I, I haven't spoken to you since election day. 
Um, and there has been a lot, uh, contrary to what Dr. Gina just said in the last segment, there's been a lot of uh, people, I'd say a lot, I'd say that we, at my show, we began getting uh, kind of covert uh, solicits from groups like Ready for Ron and some other people like months ago. Um, but I ignored them because I didn't think it was time to have that discussion and so forth. But now, you know, there's been, you know, some... Uh, pretty impressive win by Ron on uh, election night, and Mr. Trump came out and said, "Nope, this isn't happening, and I'm going to put an end to it." Um, you're you're feeling that Ron DeSantis and what in the future? What is he right now, other than the Florida governor? Well, I think he's emerging as the most likely candidate to carry forward Trump's policies, which most Republicans applauded, which I voted for twice uh, in the 2024 election without. Trump's baggage. And I mean, that's sort of a, a, a summary. But I think Ron DeSantis has kind of staked out positions on a lot of things, shown he's a winner. I mean, his victory in Florida really cannot be overstated. It's I mean, historic. not only did he. It, Palm it Beach is and I mean, Miami-Dade. No, I mean, yeah. do we remember Miami-Dade and Palm Beach because of, of Bush v. Gore? I mean, that was <laughs> yeah. we, we know what that nightmare is. You know, what Republicans have to ask themselves is why? Why did he have such a resounding victory? And certainly partly it's because he has managed his state very, very well. The most recent thing, of course, was having a terrible hurricane batter Florida. And golly, uh, the response was, you know, obviously Democrats were poised to jump in and tell him he was doing a terrible job and you know, rip him apart for it. But the truth is he did an excellent job. And I didn't, I literally heard no pushback on the fact that he had done very well. I've heard rumors from people in Florida that say that McConnell and a couple of others have really been trying to lure him into this primary fight, which I think is a fool's folly because I don't think, I think Trump with the base is going to run away with the uh, nomination. I think it's going to be over by New Hampshire. Like, I don't, I don't think it's, there's, and that's only because Liz Cheney is going to stay in for one more state. Um, like, I, I, I just don't see how, if he wants to have a future as, as anything more grand than the uh, governor of Florida, that he doesn't, like, go out and say, okay, um, I'm going to govern my state. If he asks me to be on the ticket, I'll be on the ticket. I think that would be a mind-blowing ticket for a lot of different reasons. Um, but I don't, I don't think it's wise for him to think that Mitch McConnell's got this figured out better than Trump does. Well, look, uh, I mean, I just think you have to kind of look at the results, right? Ron DeSantis, big winner. Trump has now lost, and you can kind of say he really has lost three consecutive elections, 2018, 2020, and this one. And as much as there's been pushback against this, the truth is, if you go down the list of Trump endorsed candidates, people where he really waded in and sort of pushed aside the GOP establishment character, put his own people in place, they were all people that were more loyal to Donald Trump than to the Republican Party. And I, I got to tell you, I voted for Trump twice. I have been willing to overlook an awful lot of bad personality behavior, if you will. I, I'm over this. I just think Trump has kind of blown himself up. I'm very sad about it. Honestly, I'm very sad about it. I just um, don't get the same read on, on the base. I mean, his endorsees well, won tw 219 out of 235 races. Yes, some of his losses well, were big. A lot of them, yeah. But, but he let's, was... Let's talk about Laxalt, uh, Bolduck, Blake Masters, Oz. I mean, all the big races where there was really a need for a, a critical swing state win I'm not talking about all the GOP districts, which are firmly red. And, yeah, he can go and endorse all of those people. I'm talking ones that really made a difference. They didn't go well. You've been to CPAC. You've been to you've seen all of the ones that the uh, uh, that all the groups take. And it, it's always Trump one, DeSantis two. And it's usually by a pretty definitive margin. But we'll yeah. we'll see what Tuesday night yields. There might be some something of a surprise there. But I, what I would do if I was Ron is I would I would not I would not. Don't make an enemy of Trump, but don't necessarily uh, think that McConnell is going to tell you the truth either, because I don't I, he didn't well, have a good election I, night either. I, I think that I think Ron DeSantis is smart enough to do his own calculus. I don't think he's part of a cabal or anything of that sort. Here was the one other thing I'd say. I think voters are going to be told we need two terms in the White House. That is a huge problem 
for Donald Trump. We will continue this because this is going to be an interesting <laughs> so. discussion going forward. And Liz Peek, always appreciate Indeed. your time. All right. Thanks so much. You got it. There she goes. Uh, Liz Peek, uh, contributor at Fox News. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Hi, Kevin McCullough. If you could save money on your mortgage payment and put more money into your pocket, wouldn't that make sense? Now is the perfect time to call my very good friends, Mike and Brian, at Fellowship Home Loans. Home values are up. The housing market is strong. Interest rates are low, and they're going to stay low. Talk to Mike and Brian about ways you could possibly eliminate PMI, private mortgage insurance, consolidate debt, take cash out for home improvements, and save on your taxes. As a direct lender, you deal directly with the decision makers who will save you the money and guide you every step of the way. And with outstanding customer service reviews and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, you will be amazed by how well you are treated and how simple they make this very complicated process. Call Mike Rakeman and Brian Sheely at Fellowship Home Loans and lock in your low rate today. 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-SAVE. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Licensed Mortgage Banker, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 60134. My heart was racing just making spaghetti. I could have waited to tell my doctor, but I didn't wait. I was short of breath just reading a book. I could have delayed telling my doctor, but I didn't wait. They told their doctors and found out they have atrial fibrillation, a condition which makes it about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you have one or more of these symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, this is no time to wait. Contact your doctor. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Political agendas are on the line, loud and strong. Escape election noise by listening to us. We bring teaching that doesn't get ugly. Teachers more concerned about serving God than catering to polls. More into living the life and pointing to truth instead of their own partisan agendas. Listen to the mission and replace the inevitable noise with tested and trusted truth. AM 570, the mission. AM 570 and 102.3 FM, the mission, WMCA. Listen online at WMCA.com. Tune in iHeartAlexa or Odyssey.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code SLEEK at checkout. That's harrys.com, code SLEEK. Enjoy. If you owe the IRS 10000 or more in taxes, please listen to this important message. The IRS is aggressively hiring and quickly ramping up their tax collection team. Act now and protect yourself with a call to Tax Alliance. Don't let the money you owe the IRS keep you up at night and ruin your life. You may be surprised at how much having Tax Alliance on your side can protect you from the IRS collections and help you save thousands on what you owe. Here's what a customer had to say. Tax Alliance did an amazing job helping me through a quite difficult situation, saving me tens and thousands of dollars that I would have been paying for many years to come. Tax Alliance is rated A-plus with a Better Business Bureau with no consumer complaints. If you owe the IRS at least 10000 or more in back taxes, have unfiled returns, or have a payment plan and are still frustrated, call Tax Alliance now for a free consultation. 800-987-1054. 800-987-1054. That's 800-987-1054. Tax Alliance, your tax resolution solution. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. Coming to you live, of course, from the uh, Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studios. Uh, do you have your end of life planning cared for? Connors and Sullivan, the only people I trust, so uh, check them out. Uh, glad to have you with us. It's Money Monday. That means we check into the markets, into what's going on. And at this point, as we are 
sitting here having this conversation at this moment, you've got kind of a mixed day. It's a little bit up on the Dow, a little bit down on the NASDAQ, a little bit up on the S&P. Just kind of a just kind of a bland Monday. We can live with a bland Monday every now and then, right? Uh, I'll ask John Tamney, our our, our next guest, author of The Money Confusion, How Illiteracy in Currency and Inflation Set the Stage for the Crypto Revolution. Uh, John, welcome back. I want to talk to you about the uh, the real um, disaster that uh, uh, FTX uh, kind of produced uh, in, in the last couple of weeks. But before we do, what, 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 just give me your sense of where we're at in the in the calendar year for for what the markets are doing and kind of just uh, what, what do you see between now and say the end of the uh, end of the calendar year? Well, I love what you say about it being a bland day. Uh, that's a good sign. That's a good sign that basically uh, investors got what they expected from the elections last week. We can love or hate the outcome, but what investors like is when emerging from elections there's very little odds of new legislation it's it's activity in washington that are dangerous for the markets because they're dangerous for the economy and so from this no one's really in control and that's a good thing yeah well having said that uh we do have some very interesting things that will be rolled out the rest of this week Uh, the former president's going to make his announcement you've got a runoff coming in georgia and we still don't know who won the house of representatives yet so it's going to be uh there's there's a lot uh sadly that we're still reporting on and i don't understand how the most advanced economy in the world uh can have elections that take almost a week or more uh to get counted but maybe someday we'll figure that out um congrats on the new book by the way the money confusion why'd you write it Well, I wrote it because I think there's just a lot of misunderstanding about money. So I thought people needed a really short book that shows that money is just a measure. It's like a foot ruler. Uh, When it's it's properly issued, you don't think about it. It's just something that allows us to measure our production and trade with each other. And so it's a call for that. It's a call for returning to the kind of money that once prevailed. And and I think ultimately – uh, crypto is going to do that. Uh, governments, as long as they've been involved with money, have been devaluing uh, different monetary forms. Uh, private businesses have an incentive to issue money that we can trust, and I think from this we're going to get it. Do you think that the the Fed's going to truly stay out of it, though? Because they were talking for the final two years of the Trump administration how they wanted to get into it, and I think that's only an, uh, accelerated uh, under Biden. It seems like the desire to regulate uh, and to monkey around with is something that government always gets obsessed with when something's just out of their reach. <laughs> well, good luck to them. Government doesn't understand money, so I think it's going to be hard for them to regulate what's going to come at them by surprise and gradually replace government forms. Now, will the Fed try to issue its own uh, private or cryptocurrency? Of course it will. But as I make plain in the book, and history is clear about this, government has always, always, always around the world devalued the money that it's gotten involved in. Government's going to get itself pushed out by not issuing something that we can trust. Last week, FTX filed for bankruptcy. Bitcoin is at some pretty relative historic lows. Uh, it doesn't look very good for crypto right now. You still remain positive. Oh, of course. Uh, remember in 2000, remember in 2001 how the internet was collapsing and everyone said it's over with oh all oh, these companies were all a joke you know they, they, they were all fake and everything and they're trying to put people in jail then but actually it was a bullish sign it was a signal that markets had gotten serious that they started to basically sift out the bad in pursuit of the good uh, today what was a joke in 2001 is a fact of life a hundred years before that, 2,000 car makers were started. Just about every single one of them failed. Uh, but cars are a fact of life. I think the collapse, all this carnage, is the surest sign that private money's day has come. And we're going to see it more and more in the next 10, 10 years. That's going to be interesting. Um, what, what was your take on what happened with FTX? Because people got their shirts handed to them. They did, and remember, they did back in the day when when Amazon. And, uh, and just just a parenthetical note on that: they really uh, hit the people that got hurt were the ones they really uh, schnookered during pandemic. So it's not just that they're you know they had some stuff that went bad; it's that the people that were coming in at a bad time ended up being hurt very badly. Oh, and everything that you say is true. But remember, the same thing revealed itself twenty years ago. 
remember how uh, politicians were on the warpath uh, incorrectly saying we're going to put people in jail for for IPO in these companies that clearly didn't have any earnings and everything. We're saying, seeing the same thing again. Any advance in a dynamic economy like ours is going to have a lot of companies that implode like this. We've seen this movie before, and the mistake would be to start trying to put people in jail and instead say, you know, this is positive. Uh, any advance is, that is trying to change how we do things is going. There's going to be a lot of failure in that, but failure is how we progress in a dynamic economy. We're not the richest country in the world because all of our businesses succeed. We're the richest precisely because most startups fail. Uh, there's, this is nothing new here. I love the technology, by the way. The blockchain, I think, is going to solve a lot of problems for us, um, and we haven't even begun to tap the. Uh, resources that it's going to be able to do and how it's going to... I think that actually blockchain is going to be the ultimate solution for our democratic processes. The evidence that a cryptocurrency is of the actual value that it states that it is. Just break it down for us, John, in the simplest form. Can you explain why a crypto coin has, an, in essence, a value when, when you can't hold that coin, you can't measure the quality of what it is, and it's only being compared to other invisible assets that are traded on an exchange somewhere? Well, it, look, it's a great question, but I mean, I, I would say the same to you, and I, I think you know where I'm com where what what's coming next. Can you explain to me why a dollar bill sitting in my hand right now has value? Money has value because it's accepted among producers as having exchangeable value. People are saying, well, you know, government's not backing this. <laughs> we'll say, okay, so let's and look We're all thankful for that, actually. That's a good yeah, thing. <laughs> precisely. Yeah. Let's look through the thousands of years where government's been involved with currencies. They persistently devalued them, which leads to the question, would you prefer to earn Amazon or J.P. Morgan or Target or Walmart dollars? Or would you prefer to earn Federal Reserve notes? Could Amazon devalue on you? Could J.P. Morgan? I think not. And why could they not? Because if they devalue on them, you don't you don't use their currencies anymore. And so here's a chance for private competition to push out what's not working and actually force governments to get serious about issuing money that we can trust. John Tamney, congrats on the book, The Money Confusion, How Illiteracy About Currencies and Inflation Sets the Stage for the Crypto Revolution. And thanks for giving us some uh, insights on Money Monday. Appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me on. You got it. Kevin McCullough, come right back. Hi, Kevin McCullough. If you got lower back pain, neck pain, upper back pain, even sciatica, maybe completely debilitated from walking due to the amounts of pain in your back, then you need to talk to my great friend, Dr. Melinda Keller. As the director of the Brooklyn Spine Center, she specializes in that non-surgical spinal decompression. And what I love about Dr. Keller is that she's committed to eradicating the pain, not with scary injections or surgery, but she wants to make sure your spine is healthy. She gives you a complete diagnosis. And if you have a bulging disc, spinal stenosis, sciatica, or herniated disc, she is going to point you in an all-natural direction first that will not cut on your body or put shots into your system. Find out for yourself because she's going to help you alleviate that pain and doing things like walk freely again and playing with your kids or grandkids. So call Dr. Keller now, 718-234-6200. That's 718-234-6200. And let Dr. Keller and the Brooklyn Spine Center help you today. That's 718-234-6200 or brooklynspinecenter.com. Hey, let me ask you something. Would you seat your three-year-old child on a windowsill? Would you seat them beside a lit fireplace or by the deep end of a pool? One last question. Would you seat your child in a car seat that's not correct for them? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Secure their future. Seat them in the correct car seat. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. When you need legal assistance, call Dan Buttafuoco and Associates. They'll show you care and compassion. 1-800-NOW-HURT. That's 1-800-NOW-HURT. The WMCA November Ministry of the Month, Insight for Living with Chuck Swindoll. He is the potter and we are the clay. Listen weekday mornings at 8, evenings at 5. He is at work on our lump of clay, changing us to be most like his son. Tune in Monday through Friday mornings at 7 to get a gift from the ministry. Uh, let's face it, he has his work cut out for him. Insight for Living, the November Ministry of the Month on WMCA.
what you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Yeah, tomorrow is the big announcement. Uh, I was in I was in attendance when he announced in 2020. I was not in an, I was not in attendance uh, when he announced in 2016. Though I was not far away, he announced at uh, the uh, Trump Tower here in Manhattan, and I was uh, I was not far away, but I was not there on that day. Uh, but in 2020, when he announced uh, from Orlando, I was there, uh, and he will announce tomorrow night at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, I will not be there. Um, I've, I've got a special assignment this week. Can't tell you about it. Uh, we'll be telling you about it later. Um, but uh, that special assignment came up before the president scheduled his thing. But if you thought I had kind of like a little extra smile to the sound of my voice today, you, you, you probably picked up on the fact that I, I was pretty happy. Um, my my piece that I wrote for townhall.com yesterday called McBuy, as in buy, like get out of here, buy, buy, um, was read by the former president, number 45, and uh, he sent a little note <laughs> via email. In fact, it said uh, on the note, uh, it was from one of his assistants, but uh, I think her name's Natalie. Natalie's a nice young lady that helps the president with this stuff. She sent a little note. She said, um, Kevin, uh, President Trump, and this isn't the first time this has happened. So this was this was very exciting. When I see Natalie's name in my emails, it's like, oh, <laughs> the big guy wanted to reach out. So she said, uh, Kevin, you need to know uh, that the president very much appreciated your column and that the following words were directly from him. And then she uh, had a little quote there in quotation marks, and it just made my day. Well, then I get all excited about that. I tell the lovely bride, a few other people, you know, I, I, most people aren't as excited about this stuff as I am. So I, I show it to a few people and say, oh, that's nice. You know, they give me a little pat on the head. Good, good job. You know, you did good. And I thought, oh, okay, that's it. Um, and then I went to bed. And then when I woke up this morning, um, I had several emails from people I haven't, you know, heard from in quite a while. One was my, my good friend Cheryl, who had lost complete track of her. And she, she sent me this text and she said, did you see this? And I said, what? And she, there was a screen grab of his Truth Social account. And he had re-truthed um, my, my article not once, but twice in the last 24 hours. So that was kind of cool, and it was it made it it made it made me so excited. I wanted to send it to the other guy to see if if he might read it. And here's how that went. Um, uh, I got hard trouble reading this. Yeah, see, that's what I thought he was going to say, because you know it's actual words on actual paper. Um, uh, I can't hard trouble reading this. Yep, 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 yep. I thought I thought maybe so. And then I sent him the bigger version. That didn't help um, either. Uh, I can't hard trouble reading this. Reuters. No, it wasn't Reuters, Mr. Biden. It was Town Hall. <laughs> oh, well. One can only hope. Uh, Kevin McCullough, I hope that you have a great Monday. Uh, we're back again tomorrow. Thanks for all you do to make your mind clear. It's how we get a better country. See you next time.